1: DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash Marketing School to learn more and get your website online today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about seven ways you can be a thought leader. So Neil, being a thought leader yourself, I'll let you kick this one off.
0: The funniest thing is most people believe that they can be a thought leader by like talking at a conference, blogging, or doing a podcast or whatever it Maybe It's actually none of that. Instead, <laughs> it's a combination of all of it. You can't just speak at one conference. You can't just blog. You can't just do a podcast. It's a bit of everything. You don't have to go to the extreme that I've done, but I believe that if you combine it all, eventually, if you spend like three, four years doing it people start seeing you as a thought leader. I speak at conferences, I blog, I'm now doing a podcast with Eric, I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I don't know what else I've done. I've co-founded quite a few companies, but it's, it's a number of things that add up and doing it consistently. So the number one step that I have for you guys is don't just focus on one channel. At the beginning, yes, do one channel and then slowly expand into others, but don't expect one channel to make you and don't expect you to become an overnight sensation as a thought leader, it takes years, at
1: least three. Well, I think we should we should dig into that a little more. So when did you start becoming a, when did you think you started to really hit your stride and become a thought leader?
0: So there's always a unique angle that people see you as that help you become a thought leader. Unless you're new to a space, like the space is brand new, it's easy, but I wasn't the first into online marketing. So you have to find an angle. My angle coming on early on was social media marketing. Facebook wasn't big at this time. MySpace wasn't, et cetera. But marketers were leveraging Dig, Reddit, sites like that for traffic. And I was one of the first marketers to do that. And I was doing it successfully. And I was able to leverage that to get within the community and people to see
1: me as a thought leader. So you have to find that unique angle. And eventually, you became one of Obama's what, top what top entrepreneurs under thirty. Is that what it was?
0: Yeah, but it's a bullshit award. I'm not saying Obama's bad, but what it is, there's an organization that they just they ask people or entrepreneurs under the age of thirty to submit their tax returns, and whoever has the highest revenue, they get selected as the top hundred entrepreneur. So keep two things in mind. One. The White House isn't selecting them; it's someone on their behalf, right? Because like they're so busy. Two, the second thing is there's probably other people who have more revenue than I did
1: that just didn't apply. So if they didn't apply, of course they're not going to be on that list. I also want to keep this a little, add some tactics for people too, because people are thinking, you know, being a thought leader probably means appearing on Entrepreneur Magazine, Inc. Magazine, all these different. Uh, publication. So perhaps we can jump into that a little bit. And I, I can give a little insight here. If you have a business right now, an easy way to do this is to join a Young Entrepreneur's Council. That So that's YEC.co. And they have a lot of relationships with a lot of publications out there. You think about Eaton, Huffington Post, all of these. Um, and you can do a lot of Q&As and answers. Um, and this is going to get you onto those sites. I'm not going to say, like, you're a thought leader all of a sudden. But, you know, those of you that are, that are thinking, you know, I, I need to be here. This has to happen tactically that's something you can do and you can also go on LinkedIn try to look for the managing editors or editors of these large publications just reach out to them and say hey like I've written for these other smaller sites and I have something prepared for you are you willing to accept this um, this, this publication and if you just reach out enough times eventually you'll get accepted um, I'm saying YEC is an easy way into that and then also you can reach out manually too if you think you have to get into these publications I'm gonna tell you like for, for me at least Getting into these publications, like it's nice. You know, people say that they see me, quote unquote, everywhere. Um, I don't think that's true, but and it hasn't actually done a lot for me. Neil, what are your thoughts around these large publications?
0: I think it's okay. It's overused now, but I do think it's a good tactic. And I would say that would be a good number two, which is guest posts. It can't hurt. It goes back into having a well-rounded strategy. Um, Just mentioning that you're an entrepreneur, Inc., etc. It really does help. Not in a massive scale that most people think because it's not a novelty anymore, but it's better than not being in there. And as for a third tactic, one thing that I would do is find your niche, figure out what sets you apart. In every industry, there's different sectors. For example, in online marketing, there's AdWords, there's SEO, there's social media marketing, etc. The list keeps going on and on, right? You can just specialize in funnels. You can specialize in email marketing, whatever it may be. But pick a niche. It's really hard to be a thought leader in, let's say, general marketing, right? And Eric knows this. One of my goals is to be one of the largest brands in online marketing, if not the largest brand. No reason why. I don't care if people know me across the street. I just actually think it'll help me generate more business in the long run. But it's really hard to do that. It's easier to be like, I want to be known as the best content marketer out there and a thought leader in that space. So pick a niche and then once you have a niche, later on you can expand, but pick a niche in whatever industry you're in.
1: Yeah, and four, I think Neil touched on this a little bit, but it's it's also niching down on the platform that you're gonna start with. Don't you don't if you're gonna do the, the, the blogging stuff first, stick with that first. You know, that's something that Neil started with initially. I think when I first started to really um, you know hit my stride it was really the podcasting stuff um you know i started getting a lot of great feedback from it it's because a lot of people weren't doing podcasting um you know three three and a half years ago now a lot more people are doing it uh you're seeing a lot more interview shows out there but um neil talks about niching it down my podcast even though it was an interview i was actually talking to people more about marketing and trying to figure out how they grew their business what acquisition channels were working with them because that was my unique spin but also Think about the the channels that you can arbitrage initially, right? Gary Vee always talks about arbitrating attention. That's why he's in on Snapchat early. You know, there's a lot of other platforms out there like uh, Anchor. um, There's Musical.ly. And then uh, recently, Justin Khan just released Whale, where um, experts can do Q&As with people and actually earn money from doing it. So just think about what you can arbitrage, what you can take advantage first, and where your audience is actually hanging out. It could even be Reddit, for example. Think about that first and try to attack that first. Um, and, and go after it where it's not too saturated yet where the the water not red Ideally the water is a little blue.
0: The fifth tactic would be do something that makes you stand out I learned this one from Guy Kawasaki He's like if you're on a panel and your people are speaking. They're asking questions You don't want to just keep agreeing with all the other panelists I'm not saying you have to go against them, but you need to make your stance You need to stand out if you don't stand out. You won't be remembered And that's a really key point about being a thought leader. You have to stand out somehow. And it was funny, Eric and I were in Brazil recording this right now, and someone yesterday was talking about this kid who's a growth hacker and he stands out by dressing really unique, right? I'm not saying do that. I'm just saying go find what works for you. That worked for that kid. So figure out what makes you stand out uh for me it's I do crazy experiments and a lot of people know me for that, right? From spending a ton of money on clothes and seeing what happens. And it's funny, when I ask people what blog post do you know me uh most from? Everyone usually ends up saying, Oh, you wrote that blog post on uh what spending X hundred thousand dollars on clothes made you Y dollars, whatever it was back then. But crazy experiments
1: is what's helped brand me as a thought leader. All right. <clears throat> and number six. Try to, initially when you're starting out, and this is one thing I noticed with Neil, he's going to accept every single podcast. I'm pretty sure in the beginning you accepted almost every single speaking opportunity that you got. Is that true?
0: I accept everything. Now I don't. It's just mm-hmm. too much. Like when people email me, hey, can you respond and give me quotes? I just mm-hmm.
1: ignore the email. Set. Yeah. So w- when you start out, you know, Neil has that luxury now, but when you're starting out, you know, take, take whatever thing you can. A lot of people reach out to you saying, hey, can you quote this? Here's the thing. Worst case scenario, you get a link from a site for SEO purposes, right? Uh, Best case scenario, it might lead to other opportunities too because when you're doing these things, they start to compound on each other. So let's say you speak at a smaller event, somebody else in the audience might be part of a larger organization uh, where it has a couple hundred people and then you can go to a couple thousand people, right? And then it can go into tens of thousands of people. So you just keep doing that. You start to build relationships with with, with other people and it starts to compound on itself. But try to accept all the opportunities that come your way at, at least in the beginning. Don't think that you're too big for anything um, because in the beginning really you're just getting started and number seven last but not least don't forget PR one thing that really
0: helps if you want to be seen as a thought leader people have to think of you as a thought leader right and the way they think of you if you're mentioned in magazines TV newspapers even though they don't do much for you right brand wise like traffic the one thing they do is when people see you in a magazine newspaper TV etc they will see you as oh wow. This person's like really doing well, they're well-known in this space, they're on the up and up. And the key to getting PR is you can hire a publicist, don't hire a PR company. A publicist, they're much more affordable, they can do quite well for you and someone in your local region. The other thing you should try is using free solutions like HARO, help a reporter out, right? That's what HARO stands for. Within HARO, reporters list all the stuff that they need uh, quotes from uh, with help for newspapers, magazines, etc., And you can just respond to them, give them feedback, and a lot of times they'll mention you within the magazine or newspaper or whatever it may be.
1: All right. That's it for this episode of Marketing School. We'll see you tomorrow.
0: This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we
1: can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.